As Coolio used to say at the start of Keenan and Cal's theme song, oh, here goes. Welcome to the 10th episode of Throwback Hoops. And as always, I'm joined by my main man, Robbie Clayton. Can you believe we're already up to 10 episodes, RC? What's up, Woods? Good to be back, mate. Yeah, it's a little bit of a mini milestone, isn't it, I guess, to get to that episode number 10. So yeah, it's um, we're absolutely loving doing it, right? It's um, It seems to come across very quickly every week that we do it, but yeah, having a blast. Man, my favorite time of the week, bro. You said it. You said it. So look, I'll just quickly get into where you can find us. So if you want to watch the video version of the show, just jump on YouTube. Um, and if you want to listen to the audio version, uh, you know, wherever you listen to your podcast, whether it be Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google Podcast, and we're actually on Amazon Podcast now. So please hit the subscribe button. We enjoy everyone. Uh, well, we appreciate everyone supporting us so far. And uh, please continue to do so. It means a lot to us. So Absolutely. look, we've got a big show coming up this week, Robbie. And uh, you know, as always, we're going to showcase our jerseys. This is Throwback Hoops, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to get into some Hawks talk. Uh, we're going to get into some NBA headlines. Um, and I'm so excited, man. Just a few hours away, the NBL season starts. Um, and we're going to give our thoughts and predictions on round one of the NBL. And and also open up another pack of classic NBA cards. I've got actually the 94-95 Skybox Premium Edition today, Robbie. Just going to change it up a little bit. You know premium, what I'm saying? I like that. Yeah, very good. So you ready, to, you ready to kick things off, my man? Let's do it, bro. All right, all right. So... Uh, Tell me what you got, man. Who, who are you rocking today? Yeah, sure. So, look, I thought it was fitting. I mean, look, obviously, you know how much I, I love a certain legend that played for the Mavericks, but I haven't really sort of talked about him much in these 10 episodes so far. So, look, I'm talking about none, none other than, than Dirk Nowitzki. Um, look, so just I guess just a little bit about Dirk before I show the jersey. So, um, look, with Dirk, um, he's actually got the record of the most amount of years with one team, so 21 seasons with the Dallas Mavericks, which is is pretty amazing. Who's second on that list, Woods? Vince Carter? No, nah, Kobe Bryant. So it's with the, with the same team. So, yeah, 21. Yeah. Oh, same, same 21 team. 21 for the same Dirk, team. 20 Sorry. for Kobe. Yeah. And then I think you've got like Stockton and a few people like that a little bit further back. Mal- so, Malone maybe up there somewhere. Yeah, although he ruined that. Went to the Lakers. the Lakers and tried to change, yeah. chase a ring, yeah. didn't he? But, um, yeah. So, yeah, for Dirk, um, you know, he was the MVP in 2007. He won the championship and finals MVP in 2011. 14-time All-Star, 12-time All-NBA player. And, of course, he was recently named on that NBA 75th anniversary team. Um, interesting as well, he's still sixth on the all-time scoring list there, Woods. That's that's pretty yep. good company that he's around there, right? I think he's um he's around sort of Michael Jordan and sort of, you know, another couple of other legends there. So perhaps people don't sort of think of his name when they think of the all-time greats, but I, I think they need to, right? So, um, so look, I'll just, just with the sort of the jerseys I've got this week, you can see hanging in the background, I've got the Mitchell and Ness jersey. I know you like those Mitchell and Ness jerseys, Woods, so I don't have a lot of those ones. So that's the the Dallas Mitchell and Ness from 1998-99. Um, look, I'll just show you the one I'm, I'm rocking today as well. So for all the uh, listeners who can't see, um, Robbie's got uh, Adidas green Dallas Mavericks Dirk Nowitzki jersey absolute classic there robbie it's a nice one and just one other thing you know i've got a lot of uh, dirk memorabilia wood so i thought i wouldn't I show it all off today because i've got another two jerseys i can wear another episode and some more stuff to show but i thought i'd maybe just show this one it's a dirk nowitzki draft day bobblehead so you can see dirk looking there he's got his pretty cool earring on the side so yeah he's holding up that draft day jersey there so what a draft that was as well it was a great draft wasn't it yeah, yeah. and who's that in the background there man for the people who um so there's a bit of dirk in the background i'll hold that up as well without taking out the headphones so 
we've got a bit of dirk there as well one of the bleacher creatures which you know i've got quite a few of there as well right so yeah and with dirk i mean you know you talk about drajan petrovic and shiranas marshalonas a lot of those european guys that came through in the early 90s and paved the way for others dirk was part of that next phase of europeans that came through and really revolutionized um uh, you know, the way Europeans came and made a mark for themselves in the NBA, right? Yeah, you know what, Woods? I'm not going to say that Dirk's the greatest European. Oh, wait, sorry, I lied. He's number one, two, three, four, and five, right? Yeah, right, exactly, you man. Like you one? said it. I like that one a lot, man. I, I like that one man. a lot. Yeah. What about yourself? It's looking like a nice old-school Nuggets there. What do you reckon this week? Uh, indeed. Um, yes, so let me just stand up here. i got a Dikembe Mutombo jersey. Very nice. So Woody's standing up for the people listening to the podcast with the old-school Denver Nuggets uh road number 55 dikembe Mutombo jersey that's a, a classic there that one woods i'm liking that denver nuggets jersey no 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 right no 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 <laughs> uh you know i mean mount Mutombo. what can i say uh hailing from the Dem- democratic republic of congo um you know the finger wag became synonymous with with him and mm-hmm. i'll just go through a, a few of his accolades i mean this is ridiculous eight-time nba all-star uh, all nba second team selection two-time all nba third team four-time NBA Defensive Player of the Year, three-time All-NBA uh, Defensive First Team, three-time uh, NBA Defensive Second Team, NBA All-Rookie First Team, two-time rebounding leader. That's the, that's what people forget. Great mm-hmm. rebounder he was. Yep. And three-times block block leader. Um, and, you know, he's a well-known human, humanitarian as well, he you know. Is, um, yeah. Matamba started the Dikembe Matamba Foundation to improve living conditions in his native the the DROC mm-hmm. um and and in honor of his humanitarianism actually um Matumbo was invited by President George W Bush uh in 2007 to the State of the Union address and he was referred to as the son of Congo by the president in his speech you know that's a that's a huge accolade right Robbie that's very cool isn't it yeah you're right with sort of a, you know the off the court sort of stuff that he did he's just an absolute champion for doing that sort of stuff and of course he's a former Atlanta Hawk as well Woods I was about to say that, man. And, you know, uh, he served our Atlanta Hawks with distinction. He may be one of the greatest defensive players in the history of basketball, but what he's done off the court is just incredible. So just a, just a good human being, right? Yep, spot on. Almost almost a slight, slightly underrated, right? When you read out that resume there, I feel like we don't sort of hear his name enough in sort of those great sort of center debates, mainly because his offense wasn't sort of a standout there. But, you know, what he lacked on offense, he, he certainly made up for on defense, didn't he? Word, man. 100% agree. All right, well, um, yeah, two two great jerseys and, and two different big men today, two right? Legends, so, yeah, yeah. Um, one on the offensive end, one on the defensive yeah. end, let's say, right? Okay, so let's let's kick it off with Hawks talk today. I know we we uh, normally leave Hawks talk to the end, Robbie, but I thought let's let's kick things off with our Hawks talk, right? So, at the time of recording, Friday, third of December, our Hawks are sitting at seventh in the East uh, with a twelve ten record, and and although we've picked things up and. Uh, and, and, and we're looking good. We've been hit by the injury bug a, a little, haven't we, Robbie? We have, yeah. I mean, look, we are playing well, like you said. Um, they've won eight out of the last 10 games, which is obviously very much needed after that losing streak we got on earlier in the year. But, yeah, obviously the injuries haven't come at a good sort of you know point of the season. Obviously Bogdanovich is out for a few weeks. We know Hunter's out for a few months. And yep. and now Reddish is out. I don't think his injuries sort of... Um, yeah, he's day-to-day. It's too long-term, exactly. Yep. But, look, we have spoken about this before. We've got the depth to cover this. We showed it last year with all the sort of injuries injuries we had and, and people sort of stepping up there. So, yeah, I think it's going to probably be a bit of a testing time just to sort of get through these next few weeks while we've got some some guys out there. But, yeah, how have you sort of seen our last uh, last few games and everything there, Woods? Yeah, it's been good. I think we were 7-9, and nine, if I'm not mistaken, Robbie, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, um, so, right. yeah, so, I mean, to, to, to have a 12-10 record now, my maths is right, we've won 
five of our last six, right? So, yeah. and sitting at seventh on the in the East is good. And I think I spoke last week. Trace figured it out a little bit the, the way the game's being officiated. Yeah. Um, and as you said, we've got that depth, and it's going to give opportunities for you know Kevin Herter, who we spoke about, who was struggling at the start of the season. He's really started to get it together, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah he was great in the last game. Herter, very efficient as well. And look, just going back to Trey as well. There, you know, he's five games in a row over thirty points. He was the Eastern yep, Conference exactly. Player of the Week as well. I think last week. So he's really looking confident and um, very efficient as well. If you look at his shooting percentages over this these last sort of you know five or six games, it's it's where we want um, where we want I, Trey to be, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And um, what absolutely. about in terms of sort of guys coming back or people that are going to sort of you know step up in this time? Who are you sort of thinking? I mean, Daniel Gallinari, the veteran, right? You know, he's been around the blocks. Um, he started off the season injured, but he's starting to get it together a little, a, a little bit more lately. And yeah. he's going to be asked to step up and play uh, bigger minutes. And then uh, our boy Timothy Lawawu Cabarro, man. I was, I was so hoping yeah. you were going to say his name. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> No, he played big minutes in that last game, didn't he? He started against the, the Pacers there, and he was, you know, playing around 30 minutes there. And, look, he's he's pretty solid player, isn't he? We've known he's sort of a, he's a pretty good defensive player. He's quite sort of athletic and everything like that. So, look, it's not a massive, you know, sort of downgrade to see him there. And, look, I've actually liked the way that, you know, um, obviously um, Sweet Lou and, and Darrell Wright have sort of stepped yeah. up as well. They were both in the last game. Yeah, yeah, so happy to see both those guys. And, I'm not sure if you heard him mention in the coverage of that game that um, big man Onyeka Okongwu is actually ahead of schedule from his um, from his shoulder surgery there. So he could be back sooner rather than later. So I know myself plus a, another little fan in my house will be happy to see him back. Uh, but, I was yeah, going to say, Emily, your that's, daughter. That's huge loves, to have him back. I mean, everyone will remember him, how yeah. good Okongwu was in you know yeah. some of those finals games last year. He's a, he's a great defensive player, an undersized big man, but yeah. he's exactly what we sort of need there. So... Yeah, no, it's, I think it's looking all right for us, man. I agree. I agree. So let's maybe, um, thanks for that, Robbie. Let's maybe move on to a little bit of uh, the NBA headlines of, uh, that are going on around the league at the moment. I just thought, I've got to mention the Phoenix Suns. You have you know, to start won, with them, right? Yeah, I mean, they've won 18 in a row at the time of recording, Friday, December 3rd. They just beat the Pistons uh, about an hour ago, yeah. and they didn't lose a single game in all of November. No one actually gave him the credit as legend, legitimate final finalists last year. You know, yeah. they said it was a fluke. They didn't deserve to be there. And almost everyone slept on them this year saying they couldn't repeat what they did last year. You know, I had them as fourth and you had them to finish third in the West. Yeah. Uh, are you surprised by how damn good they've been, Robbie, or I've what? I've got to say, I am pretty surprised. I mean, look, this 18-game win streak, we're talking nearly a quarter of a season there. I mean, that's quite remarkable. Um, I actually read a pretty funny stat the other day that um, Bridges and Aiton in their rookie season, do you know how many games the Suns won that year, Woods? 19. Yeah, so basically I mean, that remember, whole yeah. season they won 19. They're now on an 18-game winning streak, and we're in you know, the first week of December there. So, yeah, look, I'd probably say they have surprised me a little bit. Um, you know, probably the team's fairly similar to the team that was sort of playing in the finals last year. I know they've had a, a couple of new additions, which I think you're probably going to touch on soon. Yeah, but, well, yeah. They, yeah. They, they kept most of their nucleus together, as you alluded to, but adding Landry Shaman and JaVale McGee has been great for them. You know, when Aiton went down recently, Kaminsky and McGee, they really stepped up to keep that winning streak going. Uh, Definitely. So, I mean, I mean great J- additions to those guys. JaVale yeah. McGee's sort of become from a bit of a, you know, a punchline in people's jokes over the years from when he started with Washington back in the day to being a yep. really sort of, you know, essential part of a team there. And I think he's sort of that backup center that a lot of teams would sort of be, you know, really wanting to have on that roster there. Look, I think the same with Shamit. You know, he's probably known as a bit of a 3 and D player there. He's not, you're not going to get consistency from him all the time. But, yeah, he's definitely shored up that bench there and, and, and being good. So, yeah, 18 in a row, right? And um, I believe they've got a pretty big game tomorrow, is it, against um, a rematch against Golden State? So they do. that's they going do. to actually be on Golden State's home court. So, 
Interesting. You reckon the streak continues or does it end at 18? I think it ends at 18, man. I think yeah. it ends at 18. I'm thinking the same. Because Golden State, they, they will, they'll want to get back at, for what happened a couple of days ago and, yep. and, and being back um, in front of their home crowd. Um, I'm going to give Golden State the slight edge there. But, you know, I'm sleeping on the Suns again, man. We're not you know, giving them any like, credit again, are we? Nah, all right. Yeah. So I think if we were going to change our predictions for uh, our rankings for the top eight, that the Suns would be a little bit higher if we were able to redo that, right? Yeah, that'd certainly be above the Lakers, that's for sure. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Look, um, just moving on. Um, thanks for that, Robbie. There's there's one thing I really want to talk about, right? And uh, that's Kemba Walker. You know how much I love him, you know? I know this it's, is going to sadden you to say what you're about to say here. It's, yeah, it's my right. guy, man. Yeah, he, he's in Tom Thibodeau's doghouse, and he's completely out of the uh, Knicks rotation. So I'm just going to give you a quote from Tibbs, right? Um, and you can tell me, tell me what your thoughts are. So Tibbs said, it's a tough decision to make, but you always have to do what you think is best for the team. Thibodeau said after practice Monday in explaining his decision, I view Kemba as a starter, and so it would be tough to play three small guards together. I gave it consideration and I've got great respect for who Kemba is as a person and all he's accomplished in this league. But I have to do what's best for the team. I think it's fair enough, isn't it, what Tibbs is saying there? Um, you know, obviously, it, it hasn't really worked, has it? You're right. They do have some quite sort of, you know, a, quite a small backcourt there. You sort of can't have quickly Rose and, and Kemba sort of all playing those similar positions there. And look, Kemba's never been known as a defensive specialist either, let's face it. And with the way his knees are, he's clearly lost a lot of speed there. But yeah, yeah I mean, what would you like to see happen with him? Would you reckon like maybe, I mean, I don't know, is there a potential buyout? Could he go to a, a veteran team and maybe play a lesser but more important type role? What do you reckon there? I mean, looking back on on him leaving OKC, I think him being in that OKC locker room mm. and helping those young guys along, Shea Gilgis, Alexander, you know, a local product, Josh Giddy, he would have been more value there. So f- for me, I think let him go to a developing team, a young team that's probably not going to make the playoffs and he can contribute, you know, playing some minutes off the bench and, and, and being a locker room guy that's going to be a positive influence on those guys, right? Mm. Going to a contender right now, I'm not sure that he has too much left in the tank to contribute there. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think his most value might be at a developing team where he can he can no, uh, be I that old a, head. That's a good call. I mean, obviously the decline does seem to be happening fast. I mean, do you think if he was still with OKC, they would have lost by 73 points today, Woods? Or you <laughs> oh might have helped that. God. I mean, honestly, oh we could devote God. a whole show to that. That's the most outrageous oh. NBA score I've ever seen. If anyone hasn't checked it out, check out the box score of that game. 73 yeah. points and the largest um, winning margin ever. With John Morant out for yeah, Memphis exactly as well. Exactly right, exactly. Right? I, mean, there's, so, I mean, I know, like, OKC had Gideon and SGA out, but, you know, Memphis didn't have their all-star out or their best player. So, yeah, that's crazy. Look, just a few stats to back up what Thibodeau said. As, mm. as much as it pains me to say this, it <laughs> pains me, guys, let me tell you. Currently, the Knicks have the best defense in the league when Walker is on the bench, but ranked dead last when he's on the floor, all right? And also, the Knicks ranked 27th in offense when Walker's playing and ninth when he's off it. So no, we talked about the fact that defense isn't his thing, but he's not really helping the offensive side of things. And here, here's a punchline for you, man, a stat for you. All right, uh, hear this, man. The Knicks mm-hmm. starting five, okay, of Kemba, Evan Fournier, Barrett, Julius Randle, and Mitchell Robinson have played the most minutes this season, you know, out of any starting five. They're minus 78 in those minutes. They're the worst five-man lineup. And that lineup has the worst defensive rating in NBA history. I was about to say, three of those guys wouldn't even know what defense is. Of that in NBA history. Yeah, and Mitchell Robinson obviously does, but he doesn't do much else. So, yeah, that's that's pretty damning stat, isn't it? Yeah, and 
it's really sad to see and and I understand what White Tibbs is doing but I really really hope that there's something left in Kemba's tank maybe he he you know recharges his batteries you know take some rest and the knee gets a bit better but yeah. you know we could we could be seeing the end of Kemba Walker in the NBA very shortly it's exactly sad to say right. it could be coming to an end soon isn't it so I know you'll be really sad to see that one Woods and look I think it's a shame too he's always come across as a, a good guy and a good teammate and everything as well so it's a shame he couldn't have just sort of stayed in you know in Charlotte you know those years ago and obviously got that max contract I mean he seemed to be that sort of special place for him there it seems to have gone downhill a little bit since there doesn't it um, I did have one thing to add, Woods. I know I wasn't sort of on the run sheet. We didn't talk about it, but our boy Paddy Mills getting that uh, Australian Don Award today. Did you see about that? I saw that. I saw that. That's, man. A, that's yeah. a proud moment, right? So, if those that don't know, that's an award named after the late great Don Bradman. Um, it can be given to either an individual or a team, and, and yeah, it was given to, to Paddy Mills for 2021 for, I guess, his contributions on and off the court there. So, look, just another real, you know, proud moment to sort of see that for Paddy, and yeah. Absolute champion, is he? Well deserved, Robbie, as well. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. All right, so I think um, thanks to that, Robbie. Uh, what I'd like to now do is is move on to the NBL, and I, I spoke earlier in the show that you know this is the first week of games, my man. Pumped. So I'm really excited. I know you are. So you know, just just give me your thoughts on 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 uh, what what to expect from um, week one and how excited you are. I'm just going to bring up the the list of games for. For the first round, while you do that, yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, it's just great. I mean, there's so many storylines we've sort of covered over these last few weeks, isn't there? We've obviously got the the new team playing in the first game tonight. We've got you know some unbelievable next stars and some some amazing imports that are sort of in the league this year. So, I mean, look, I probably say this every year, but I'm as you know as excited about that, that this season as I may have ever been. And it's you know it's not Likewise. because I it's not Likewise. because I think you know Perth are going to you know trounce the field there. I think this is one of the more open sort of seasons you'll see. Um, I think we sort of saw it, you know, the, the NBL overtime guys were sort of saying as well. I mean, this season, it's so hard to try and, you know, pick a winner. It was hard enough trying to nail down a top four, wasn't it? But, you know, to try and sort of, you know, pick a favourite there. I mean, legitimately, I think there's eight teams that could compete for those four spots. So, I mean, you, you wouldn't sort of normally say that in years gone past, would you? No, no. You wouldn't have said that. I think apart from Cairns and Tasmania, everyone's yeah. uh, in with a chance. So, as you can see, I brought up the the whole uh, list of games for round one, Robbie. So let's yeah. maybe just go through them one by one, give our predictions and our thoughts. Um, there's a double header starting tonight, which is, uh, which is really exciting. It starts off with Tasmania back in, uh, back in the league at my state bank arena, playing the Brisbane bullets. What are your thoughts on, on the first game and your predictions? Yeah, look, I'm really looking forward to this one. It's obviously, you know, quite a historic night with Tasmania, you know, coming back into the league, obviously, you know, albeit with a, a new sort of name this time, but, I wouldn't be surprised if Tasmania... Look, I'll say first off, Woods, I have picked Brisbane for this game, but... Likewise, likewise. It would not surprise me to see Tasmania come out and sort of, you know, the home crowd sort of, you know, getting behind them and those imports that, you know, we're expecting a lot of big things from to come firing. So, look, I'm going with Brisbane, but it would not surprise me at all to see Tasmania. But, yeah, what are you sort of thinking about that? Uh, Same, man. I got Brisbane, uh, you know, probably by somewhere between five to 10 points, but it wouldn't surprise me if Tasmania come up with that energy from the home crowd and, and, and get the victory. But yeah, in terms of, of my prediction, I got, I got Brisbane, right? No, All right. So let's move to the late game later tonight at 9.30, um, you know, Sydney time. Um, we got the Perth Wildcats and the Adelaide 36ers. And I, I might just kick it off here and tell you, like, I, I'm, I'm predicting Adelaide to win. Mitch oh, Norton is go. out. Jeez. Mitch Norton is out. We got the, we got the Kevin White, Dusty Hannah's showdown happening. Would he have been talking to Corey Homicide Williams again, Woods or something? Or? 
Nah, but you know he's my guy. You know, I agree. Yeah. I agree with what he says, man. I think Adelaide got this tonight, man. What, what about you? <laughs> uh, I think Perth are going to come out in front of the Red Army tonight. Look, obviously we've got some some new additions to the team. I guess the one thing that does concern me is we do have a little, you know, some injury issues at the start of the season. I think you know Corey Sherwell's not healthy. We know Blanchfield's out for a while, and obviously the news came out this week that Mitch Norton will miss probably at least the first five weeks of the season. Yeah. So it is really going to test the depth. I think we're probably going to have to have the three imports probably step up a little bit more than maybe expected there. But no, of course I'm going to pick Perth to win that one. What do you expect? Yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. All right, well, only one game tomorrow, Saturday. I'm looking mm. forward to it. I got the day off cricket, man. We got a, we got a buy, so nice. uh, we'll be able to just relax at home and, and, and watch the game t- uh, tomorrow night. Um, Southeast Melbourne versus the New Zealand Breakers. That should be a cracker uh, game, shouldn't it, that one? Yeah, I mean, New Zealand's been decimated by, by COVID, man. They've got mm. a few guys out because of the league protocol and whatnot. And, yeah. uh, you know, the NBL is not great at giving us uh, updates on injuries and people that are out. So mm. I'm not really sure how it's affected the breakers. Uh, but I kind of uh, took uh, um, Jeremiah Martin out of my fantasy team and I changed my tip, which was initially the New Zealand Breakers, to S- Southeast Melbourne to, to take this game. Yeah, yeah so I've got Southeast Melbourne. Yeah. yeah, look, I'm the same. I've gone Southeast Melbourne. Look, obviously, a big return for Yanni Wetzel um, playing against his old yep. team there. Um, and look, as we've sort of mentioned about Southeast, they do have a lot of the you know, guys returning from last season there. So I think that, I think this is. Is this game of the round? It's got to be close, right? If it's not that, it's Sydney, Melbourne, maybe. But yeah, look, really looking forward to it. I think Southeast will get uh, will get the business in a close one. Yeah, I'm not sure Joe is going to be able to play. You know, he's gone and represented uh, China in, in uh, international competition. That's and rude. he's just come back. So he might miss the first one or two games. So your MVP for the league may not actually get to make his debut on yeah, Saturday night. Good call, yeah. All right, so let's move on. We've got a triple header on Sunday. I'm Oof. so excited, man. Definitely. All right, so we, we kick things off with Adelaide and Illawarra. Um, and this is probably the hardest game to, to pick, actually, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, Adelaide, you know, obviously won the, won the Blitz and were really impressive in preseason. But we can't look too much into preseason, in, in my opinion. Uh, and I think Illawarra will take this. I, I think having Duop Reith and, uh, you know, on the back of having such a great season last year, um, Illawarra will go into Adelaide at the end of the in centre and get the W. What do you think? Yeah, no, it's a good call, Woods. Look, I, I agree. I, that was sort of probably the hardest game for me to sort of predict for this weekend. Um, yeah, I mean, look, it might be one of those ones if Adelaide comes out tonight and look like they're great guns. It might be one where potentially think about changing my tip there. But look, I, I think I agree with what you said. I think the Hawks, you know, obviously with that very deep team they've got and under the, you know, the veteran coach. So we've obviously got the veteran coach against the rookie coach in this game as well, which will be sort of an interesting yep, thing yeah. to see, won't it? But yeah, Actually, I, the veteran coach coached the rookie coach. <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. It's a small world, isn't it? But yeah, I'll go, I'll go with Leroy for that one as well. And to all the audience, Robbie and I have uh, engaged in a, in a little tipping comp to see, you know, who's going to win at the end of the season, right, Robbie? It's actually looking like we might be picking the same um, games for every every game in round one, which is a bit of a surprise. No, actually, you picked Adelaide, didn't you? Of course. Uh, yeah. Right. So that uh, might be uh, the one difference. That's even extra reason for me to cheer on the, the Cats tonight. Yeah, definitely. Um, and and what you can change your tips uh, mid round, right? You as can. As yeah, you can change it. Yeah, as long as the game hasn't started. So yeah, if you hear sort of late injury news or you know if a team surprises you or something like that, you can definitely go in and edit those tips. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to be at the game on Sunday, man. Sydney versus Melbourne. Really, really excited. Uh, you know who I got as my tip? Obviously, the Kings are going to catch up with Coach Hesh. Uh, reached out to Cam Luke from NBL Overtime and maybe catch up with him for a beer before the before the game. Nice. But I'm really excited to see uh, uh, our Sydney Kings um, with our full squad. I was I mean, going to ask you about that, Woods, because they had a yeah. few missing in the blitz, didn't they? So you are expecting sort of the, the full team to be there this week. 
except Jordan Hunter, who's probably a few weeks away. Yeah. But I think everyone else is going to be um, available to play, including the Maker brothers and, and RJ Hunter, which is going to be great to see see him in, in full flow. Um, I'm also obviously excited to see Brad Newley come back to his uh, to his to his, uh, yeah. his, his original home, man. Because, yep. you know, coming back from, from Europe and whatnot, Sydney Kings has been his home for a while now. So I think he'll get a, a warm welcome back to Sydney. And obviously, uh, Matthew Delavidova making his, his NBL debut, right? It is. It's a big one sort of, yeah. I, I wish I could sort of go and join you for that one. Unfortunately, I can't. It'll be great to see Delhi, But look, obviously pretty bad news um, for, for Melbourne in the week, announcing that Golding would miss this game as well. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I it's probably that. probably happy for you as a Sydney fan not to watch Definitely him, happy him for me, burning man. on those three-point shots. But yeah, I'm actually looking forward to see that Sydney roster. I think they could be quite a, you know, a fast-tempo team and be sort of quite exciting. So look for them to sort of feature on you know, plenty of highlight reels this season, I think. Hey, any word on Golding's injury, man? How long is he going to be out for? I'm not too sure. I think it was maybe saying a week or two, but I think it was it was early sort of days there. So I'm not a hundred percent sure. They may be you know being a little bit cautious, being at the start of the season as well. But I guess you can't take any chances with with someone like him. I mean, he's the the absolute Ferrari of their team, isn't he? So you've got to sort of just ease him back into it if he's got any slight concerns. But I mean, look, maybe Delhi will sort of step up more on the offensive end. We know what we're going to get from him, um, you know, defensively. But you know, maybe Delhi might need to score twenty points in a game like this, right? Maybe maybe more shots for Joel Huallachu. Oh yeah, how many will he? get up <laughs> right all right and on, on the uber on the way home from the game i am going to be watching on ko sports on my phone perth wildcats versus cairns taipans man nice. um and as much as i love my taipans i'm looking forward to watching them you know make their season uh opener uh you know play their season opener i got i got i got your wildcats man I, I yeah got definitely yeah. perth for me look i was kind of thinking a little bit today with obviously the you know the the bad news we've had with sort of the increase of the um COVID stuff this week i'm not quite sure what will happen with the wildcats there i mean they could potentially be in a situation like new zealand where they're potentially not able to get back home or you know that the premier over there might not let sort of the other the other teams get in there so we'll obviously have to watch this space what happens there but yep. i know the nbl is obviously you know they know that they may need to sort of adjust the, the schedule depending on sort of what's happening with the COVID situation there but yeah keep your eye on that one but yeah i think perth will, will be pretty sort of i'd say pretty comfortable in this game yeah i agree i agree all right really excited man looking looking forward to, to everything wait. kicking off can't wait now, I, I guess let's move on to my favorite section <laughs> no, of the show. Back. What's my favorite section, Robbie? Of course, it's the classic packs, right? I know you. I know you're loving this. And 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 today, guys, I've got the uh, 94, 95 Skybox Premium. All right. Premium. I like that. I like. That. And I might as might as well tell the audience that my co-host Robbie Clayton over here. He's saying, Woody, man, you got to open the pack on the screen, etc." Well, right? you know what? I actually had someone say to me, oh, is he just like pulling those um, cards out of an open pack? And I'm like, no, this is a brand new sealed packet. We don't know what's Someone said that to you? Someone, someone did say that, that to you? me, yeah. All right, all right, all right, yeah, fair yeah. enough. Well, whoever said them, that? Don't worry, yeah. All right, look, because these, <laughs> these packs are not easy to open, man. You know, like, look. Yeah. Thank God they don't have the bubble gum in them. Like back in the day, yeah, they would man. ruin one of the cards, right? I'm, I'm finding it hard to open this pack. <laughs> what's well, been oh. sealed for what? 27 years or something now, right? Listen, keep talking, Robbie. I'm, I'm, I'm finding this. Well, I'm actually happy oh, to go. see these. I kind of remember the earlier Skybox yeah. cars, but I, Got him. this premium set, I'm actually interested to see what these look like. So I'm looking forward to, to have a trip down memory lane again, Woods. All right, let's do this, right? So I'm going to start off with one that I'm... They're sticking together, this whole... Ooh. All right. <laughs> and this guy is synonymous for this shot. Oh, yeah, a bit of Craig Elo. 
They're sticking together, man. That's Hold a on. Hawks card too. Got a Hawks card. Yeah. Yeah. Craig Eel, Craig of course, Eel. a lot of people remember him with the Cavs with, of course, the shot when Jordan seemingly sort of jumped over him to make that shot in Cleveland. But yeah, Craig Elo, he had a pretty good career. I always liked, liked the way he went about things there. Likewise. This guy right here does not need any introduction. Latrell Sprewell. Nice. That's a very good card, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, how exciting was he to watch back in those days? You know, as a, a rookie with Golden State and then sort of, you know, playing you know, with the Knicks and some other teams in his career. But yeah, you got to love Spree. I don't know if you saw him sitting courtside in a Knicks game with his with his braids looking fly. Looking, that. Was he looking sitting with Charles good. Oakley Woods or was he sitting nah, with someone else? Okay, no, it wasn't Oakley, right? Else. He's not allowed back there. Yeah. No, he's not allowed back there, <laughs> but yeah. Excitement machine, I think this year, 94, 95, was the year after Chris Webber got sent to the Bullets. Yeah, right? sounds about right. Bull- I think he played that first season, uh, 93, 94 rookie season with, with Golden State before. I guess one thing to- we'll say about Spreewell as well, Woods, when he played, he wasn't a choker, was he? <laughs> he wasn't a choker at all. <laughs> only, only in training. That's right. Right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Ask PJ Kalisima. All right. This is one that I'm. Hey, it's, I've actually got stumped here. Harold Ellis. Oh, from the Clippers. From the Clippers. Of course, I remember Harold Ellis. Yeah, definitely. He was a bit of a swingman sort of a player. He didn't have a long career. I think he might have been a bit of a journeyman that sort of came up through the CBA. But yeah, definitely remember Harold Ellis. I'm, I'm picturing that jersey and wearing that now, the number thirty. And we got this. We got this guy's card. The, one of the greatest shooters of all time. Ooh, we you got know, his card in an earlier pack, didn't we, the other week? Reggie Miller. It's oh, a random looking card, that one, isn't it? Yeah. Show me the back of those cards, Woods. What do they look like on the back? They have a, another picture? or? Oh, okay, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, they're starting to look a bit more familiar now. Yeah, I remember. They're different than those early Skybox. The Sky, early Skybox had all those sort of artwork and sort of different colors and stuff, didn't they? These ones oh, they did, they did indeed. Yeah, these were a bit different. Oh, you're going to love this. A dynamic duels special edition, Sean Bradley versus George oh, Murasan card. That's outstanding. The two, the two massive guys, the seven foot seven and the seven foot six guys together. That's a great card. Is there a picture of them on think- the back too? Oh yeah. Oh, outstanding. And we're thinking of Sean Bradley. He's gone through some tough times lately. Robbie, you want to speak on that? Yeah, exactly right. He has. Yeah, obviously, we sort of we wish him all the best there. Yeah, he, he certainly has had a, a few sort of issues uh, sort of going on there with his health and everything like that. So, yeah, respect to Sean Bradley. All right. Now we've got Cleveland Cavaliers legend, Chris Mills. Ooh, nice. Bit of Mills. Yeah, I remember him from back in the day. Yep. Yeah, nice. Um, who did he go to college for, Woods? I can picture him playing college. Does it show those stats on the back of that? Arizona. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I remember that was the um, Jason Terry sort of teams and all that. That's why I remember that name. All right. This guy's been in the news a little bit lately, you know? Chicago Bulls, Horace Ooh, Grant. Nice. nice. Yeah. He had a great career, Horace Grant. Sort of ended up getting a, another chip with the Lakers, I believe, didn't he, when he sort of went there? But I thought you were going to say Scotty Pippen for a second. Then I was going to pull another face. But no, I like Horace Grant. <laughs> Yeah, and really, really nice to see a family of Horace Grant ended up at the Sydney Kings not too long ago, right? Yeah, well, look, Horace and Harvey, the two twins there, they seem to have siblings playing all over the world, don't they, those guys? So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love this one right here. Famous trade he was involved in. Houston Rockets legend, Otis Thorpe. Ooh, nice. He was in the Portland trade, wasn't he? Yep. Yep, for Clyde Drexler. Yeah, he was a great rebounder, Otis Thorpe. Really good rebounder. And we talk about international players to make an impact in the NBA and, and, and changing the trend. We talked about Dirk Nowitzki wearing his jersey. Well, this man really did that. A friend of Magic Johnson's. I watched him live 
play in the early 90s Vladi Diva absolute legend yeah and of course we know he was in that draft day trade to to Charlotte for the rights that the Lakers end up drafting Kobe Bryant with right so yep. yeah love Vladi Diva it's, look obviously everyone knew him as a bit of a flopper and they made a bit of a joke about that but he was ahead of his time with his passing ability wasn't he he was just a brilliant oh, passer yeah. out of the out of the, the center position there and that documentary on ESPN with him, Drazen Petrovic and everything. Once we were brothers. Yeah, that was good, wasn't it? Brilliant do- documentary. Very good. For the young generation, if you haven't seen it, watch it. I strongly recommend it. It's an ESPN 30 for 30 documentary, yep. right? Oh, I know you love this guy, pretty boy, DJ. Who is he? Who is he? Who is oh, he? Oh, big Ronnie Cycli. Ronnie nice. Cycli. Yeah, he's currently still DJing down in Miami, isn't he? The big fella <laughs> yeah, there. But yeah. yeah, I remember he's sort of with Orlando as well and obviously sort of with Miami there, but... He was another sort of good player. He was actually a pretty decent passer. Was he at Charlotte for a short while? I'm not 100% sure. I definitely remember him with Orlando and Miami. You might be right on that one, though. But, yeah, DJ Ronnie Cycli. 3D, baby. 3D. Oh, Oh, Dennis. Now, Woods, you know that's one of my favorites. I've got that exact same jersey he's wearing there in one of my my jersey cupboards. So, you know, I love the three-point shooters. And he was an amazing shooter. I mean, he was on those teams with... You know, Shaquille O'Neal, Penny Hardaway, Nick Anderson. So, yeah, he was he was a great player back in the day. And he's obviously still pretty relevant now, isn't he? You sort of you see him on, on different sort of coverages on, on um, certain channels and everything like that. So, yeah, 3D. Yeah, you were channeling Dennis Scott yesterday in our, in our rec league game when you dropped a few. How many threes did you drop last night? Uh, was it three or four? I don't even know. I think it's three or four, yeah. man. You were, you were feeling it last night. You yeah. like you like my little teardrop, teardrop float. Did. It was good to get that win last night, right? Yeah, great to get that <laughs> win, brother. And finally... All right, we got this, and this ain't the singer. This ain't the singer, Don McLean. Oh, wow, so it's not the American Pie, it's the other one, right? Uh, yes, yeah, it is. Don McLean, that's a blast from the past. The big man there. I'm going to take a pump. Was he at Notre Dame? I could be completely wrong there, but why is that ringing a bell? UCLA, baby. UCLA, UCLA. that's right. That's right. UCLA. Maybe it was the other Don McLean that went to, to Notre Dame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so nice man that skybox pack was pretty that cool was right pack yeah it was actually sort of I, I don't really remember that sort of pack as i said i remember the earlier skybox ones there but yeah some some good cards there nice to get another reggie miller as well that was good and no checklist and no chris ford so you know Do you want any of those cards man i like that sean bradley amir someone give me that all right that's yours man. And, that's oh yours. and dennis scott of course yeah. dennis scott all right there's a few i've got to give you man yeah. i gotta give you yeah, yeah. you gotta keep him in a safe place right sounds good all right all right so great show this week man really enjoyed it did you it was fun mate yeah like it was it was obviously good sort of we've had a few guests the last few weeks but it was nice just to sort of you know chop it up with the two of us this week and hell yeah man i I know i can speak for both of us to say we're so excited for the nbl to start tonight i'm really looking forward to that right yeah absolutely man can't wait um i just got to say um thanks for tuning in to everyone as i mentioned the start of show Please subscribe to us um, if you're listening, if you're watching the audio, video on YouTube or wherever you listen to your podcast uh, on audio, hit subscribe. Give us a nice comment or, or whatever. Uh, we can be followed on Twitter, uh, which is at Throwbacks Hoops with an S um, on Instagram, throwback.hoops. You'll see all this stuff uh, on the screen at the end of the show or uh, our Twitter down, down below if you're watching the video. But just letting you guys know. Um, and if you want to email us, please send uh, uh, a question or whatever you have if you have any queries throwback hoops podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. right 
Um, and we're going to have a, a mailbag question, uh, mailbag episode coming up shortly, right, Robbie? So, hey, Woods, I wanted to say as well, obviously, with the, the emails here, we have been getting almost a few requests with people saying, oh, have you got this jersey? Can you wear that jersey? Something else like that. So reach out to us. If you've got some random NBA player, whether it's, who knows, it could be Bison Dele, it could be some random player you haven't heard of for 30 years or something like that, let us know. And if we've got it, we'll, we'll give it away, right? Absolutely, man. You know, if, if we've got the jersey, I mean, there's a chance we will, right? There's a good chance, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, in terms of TikTok, um, I've got a following there. It's Woody underscore V83. Thanks to all my TikTok followers for, for jumping onto the YouTube link um, and following the show. Really appreciate it. We've started going, uh, started to get things going with our Patreon. So it's www.patreon.com forward slash throwback hoops. If you like the podcast, you know, please pledge your support to us. It's, it's around $4 a month. It helps us with production, editing, and all the expenses associated with maintaining the podcast. We will also give all our Patreon members insight into some of the special guests um, and segments we'll be having on upcoming shows. And we'll have some special in- initiatives that we will uh, have for our members, which we'll announce throughout the season. Maybe you want to tell uh, everyone about the Throwback Hoops t-shirts, Robbie? Exactly, yeah. We've got a couple of uh, Throwback Hoots uh, T-shirts. We just ordered a couple just to see what they look like, and they've come across really well. So, yeah, we might have to sort of start adding a bit of merch eventually, right, Woods? Yeah, we, we'll provide all our Patreon members with the Throwback Hoops T-shirt, So, uh, and, and amongst other things which we'll announce. So, you know, uh, that's a pretty good segue for you, you know, because I said there's going to be some nice guests, and we'll let every uh, Patreon members know. But why don't you let the whole world know? Why don't you let everyone know, RC? Who we got coming up on the show over the coming weeks, months, Yeah, absolutely, man. So, look, next week, look, we're really um, excited. Look, obviously, break the news now. We've got none other than Liam Santa Maria coming on the show. So, obviously, those will know, you know, Liam was a, a former NBL player, and he's just a, a media personality all over ESPN at the moment. You know, you can see him on NBL Overtime. You can see him commentating. He was on that NBL preview this week, Woods, and I know you watched as well. I thought that was really oh, good. You know, it had, brilliant. Um, yeah. Obviously, Gazy and sort of Hooley and everything like that was sort of, you know, breaking down the season and everything. So, yeah, we're really looking forward to, to obviously have Liam come on next week. Um, and just a bit of a tease, um, we're still sort of just um, fine-tuning the details there, but we're going to have an absolute legend of Australian basketball. And I don't use that word lightly, Woods, when I say legend. No, I'm talking no, three-time Olympian and so many other accolades so that's the only clue i'm going to give at this stage but you'll just have to keep sort of you know following us and and tuning into the shows and the podcast every week and yeah we can't wait to 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 bring that special guest for you as well so how excited are you man uh to to watch your wildcats tonight i can't wait i mean look we were sort of talking as well i feel like there's so many nights now woods i'm just searching through some random show on netflix or something like that and it's just watch it for half an hour what is this crap that i'm watching here so i can't wait for the games to be back on and look as you said starting off with a double header at you know the time of recording today absolutely pumped for that and and what about yourself you probably be um you probably be going out to watch those games tonight right Absolutely. So I'm going to catch up with Joseph Kaur, our good friend from the NBL podcast. He's never been out to Parramatta before, so I'm taking him out to Club Para. We're going to watch the doubleheader, chop it up, hang out together, um, and and have a good night, man. So I'm really excited about that. More than anything else, though, I'm really excited on Sunday to go to the King season opener. Um, And I know that... um, you can't make it this Sunday, but we're going to go to the Hawks game together next week, aren't we? Definitely. Looking forward to going to that. Yeah, it's, I think it's a sort of a, a 5.30 game, you know, Saturday week sort of thing with the Hawks and Kings. So that'll be great. And look, I think this week will be great as well. I mean, like we said, to be there for, you know, Delhi's first game will be pretty sort of special to see that. So make sure you're in your best behaviour though, Woods. I'm looking forward to hear some stories about you and Joe going out tonight. But um, yeah, behave yourself. Eh? Yeah, I'll, I'll be good, man. I'll be good, man. Um, and, and, and listen, to the, to the audience, whoever's listening or watching, I know a lot of people are NBA aficionados. 
aficionados and fans, but support the game in this country, right? Support grassroots level basketball and support the NBL. We've got the best, uh, uh, our league's the best in the best space it's ever been, right, Robbie? And we've got yeah. guys from Europe, we've got imports from Canada. I mean, all eyes are on the NBL. It's, it's a great product. So, And you know the good thing as well, Woods, you can watch an NBL game in two hours as opposed to five hours what an NBA game takes sometimes too, right? And where can people watch their NBL games, Robbie? Yes, obviously, sort of KO Sports, and obviously every game is live on ESPN. Um, and also Channel 10 Peach is showing, I think, maybe two two or three games a weekend. But look, certainly if you've got ESPN there, every game you know, live. And look, I know I'll be tuning into to all the games this weekend. Awesome, guys. Um, really appreciate uh, everything that... Um, you guys do with supporting us, the audience, Robbie. I'm sure you feel the same way. Uh, thanks to thanks to all all the TBH army. You know, Jeremy and and Lala, all the guys that help us behind the scenes, Definitely. Robbie. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, we couldn't do it without those guys, could we? So yeah, appreciate all their support, and can't wait to to come back next week with our special guest, right? Yep. Look forward to it, guys. Much love. Thanks, guys. Peace out. <laughs>